Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone-themed podcast. We record the show live on a Thursday night on youtube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out, and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are... Wacky Wes. Mikey Dread. Art Faulkner. Carlos Campos. Thank you. Let's Drone Out Hello and welcome to tonight's show from Let's Drone Out. Uh, tonight, Curry Kitten drives a little mini rover by the side of the playground <laughs> looking like a weirdo. Are we doing that, are we? Okay. Uh, and tonight, my little Tony vegan sausage passes a test. Bonjour. Congratulations. Uh, the other night, Andy R.C., when dogging, as in walking dogs. Oh, dear. Andrew Slash Frank, he set the whole thing out and is probably going to lose his rag. Hey! And someone who's actually with Top Gear, Andrew Lawrence. Hello. Oh, yeah. let's, Very uh, good, Let's Jeff. start the show. It did look like he was Bing. about to have a heart attack whilst he was... He's just ran home, haven't you, Jack? Yeah, I was... Apologise to everybody for making us late. I'm very sorry for my tardy, already still stuck at work behaviour. I do apologise. And uh, well, people can't know it's LDO, it? because this is recorded on Guy Fawkes Night 2020 in the UK, and therefore there's a lot of fireworks. So that explains that noise. You probably, yeah, sorry, yeah, you probably probably won't notice because Frank lives in London, and that's yeah, usually yeah. the sound of gunfire. People are a bit. They, they prefer stabbing at the moment in London, so there's less gunshots at the moment. So it'd be a bit of a novelty. Well, no, a gunshots yeah. you can socially distance. Uh, stabbing, not so much. But there's less gunshots. Oh, the moment, so Tony, you've been only been doing it five years. What an idiot! Yeah. Right. So. Um, if anyone in the UK or abroad has uh, been watching uh, the latest season of Top Gear, uh, you may have noticed a, a lot of FPV shots in there uh, around a lot of the most interesting things that have been happening in it. And so I have to thank uh, Fraser Steen in the chat for... Uh, putting out the feelers and finding out who the person was behind all this. And the person behind all that was indeed Andrew Lawrence. Thank you very much for coming on tonight. Pleasure. Um, I think everyone is is very, very jealous about both <laughs> what you've been able to, to do in terms of, uh, you know, you've been out flying in amazing locations, following crazy things happening, uh, getting your footage up onto BBC One on Top Gear, and presumably getting paid for it as well. Like you, that's you know you've been living the dream there, as far as everyone else else can see. But uh, I, I think it's 
uh, I think everyone would be very interested to hear kind of what, how you got up to that point, really. Um, so, I mean, first question, I guess, would be how long have you been flying? I've uh, been flying FPV for about two years now and sort of other drones for probably about five or six. So just started with the Phantoms back then. It's always been sort of directed towards filming, really. And then, well, the thing that got me into FPV, I'd say, was I saw, uh, you know, Nick's video and he's flying with a train that I think he got in trouble for. And that's, I just thought that was amazing. And then I just sort of went from there and brought uh, Vortex uh, 230, the little... Uh, one that's got all the weird electronics built into sort of the frame and board of it. And then what, edition? what edition? Metal Danny edition? What one? Can you remember? Uh, two thirty the up, Mojo, yeah. isn't it? Oh, actually, yeah, yeah the that Mojo. Yeah, I yeah. think it was yeah, okay. a later one. Yeah, but um, no, I just got hooked from there really. So, cool. what was that like? If you, if your experience was like camera drones which essentially is sort of pushing a camera around the sky, very easy, going to FPV yeah. for the first time. Was there a, a sort of, how difficult was the transition into FPV from flying a camera drone? Uh, it was pretty steep, I think. Uh, I remember the first, because I initially got that, because DJI came out with those like horrendous um, goggles for the Mavic, like the racing ones, and I got those and tried first time I tried to fly the Vortex, ended up, it was sort of a winter's evening. I thought, oh, I'll just try this with my little brother. And it went into the middle of the field. I don't know if I was run, on the wrong uh, like video channel and it was completely cut. In, and then ended up spending a good few hours trying to like search for uh, <laughs> the new drone, really. Before I start talking beepers. Yeah, so... Yeah, it was, quite, it was definitely very steep sort of learning curve. And then, I don't know, after a few months and I got sort of hang on it, sort of because um, there wasn't really many people around where I live or that I knew that did it. It seemed still quite like in sort of new novel things. And then sort of hooked up with Seb and just been uh, messing about and flying with him for, I don't know, a good like year and a half or something. <laughs> Yeah, he's a good flyer, old Seb. I've seen some of his YouTube stuff. Very oh, good. no, no. Yes, Seb's a really nice dude. Yeah. Just, uh, uh, a, que- a question I want to answer because it's coming up a lot. Does anybody watch New Top Gear? The answer is yes. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> with, with with Paddy uh, and um, uh, Freddie Flintoff, I think it's better than the Clarkson one. And I know that's sort of like a big thing to say. Is it all right if I just literally leave? Uh, You need to watch it. You need to watch it. I promise. I I I feel bad because I haven't watched Top Gear since they left. Only because I'm such a fan. I haven't watched either, but I was careful to make sure I watched the drone footage that Andrew did. So I at least have some context to talk about. It is brilliant. The last two series when they've had uh, Paddy and Freddie, it is hilarious, man. I, I, I prefer it to the Clarkson one. It is that much better. So anyone, just go and watch it. It's on iPlayer. 
just gonna go, watch it. I'm gonna go and watch it just because. But, I, but you're, I, you're only saying that because they're northern and you're northern. No, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right, carry on anyway. Yeah, they take even they, Barrel they, doesn't watch it. Yeah, yeah it's God. really good. It is really good. I was well impressed. Carry on. So, Andrew, how how long have you been doing? Like before before Top Gear, have you, have you been using the FPV stuff, the DJI HD FPV stuff, much in the uh, you know in your professional role doing doing the video work? Uh, yeah, a few times. Like just because I usually film a lot of mountain biking, so I guess I developed a lot more of my sort of filming skills from filming mountain biking with it, really. So, but um, there's probably. Only since lockdown, I've had their HD system, and before that, I was just on analog before. So, nice. But now, um, I don't know. I probably, I'd say, prefer filming bikes and to do cars generally. But, <laughs> but uh, presumably, like, how how did you uh, get involved with with doing the Top Gear stuff? Like, did, did did they reach out to you, or did you reach out to them, or was there something? Uh, the Top Gear stuff was because I was doing the. Uh, the sort of drone gimbal on the Inspire anyway. And then there was just a few instances when they said, well, well, they flew it once or twice. And then so the Alton Towers one was actually the first time uh, they, I would say, properly used it, which was wow. kind of quite a scary uh, <laughs> fly that first time round. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh... Curry, you, you wanted to know a bit more about that, didn't you? Yeah, because when I saw it, I mean, obviously there was no one there, but I saw the coasters were going and it was obviously beautifully timed to go sort of through a corkscrew and meet up with the cars and stuff. Did they make you do like a couple of dry runs before they said, we're not we're not running our coasters and you're flying around? Did they make you do it first or were they absolutely happy to say, quad versus coaster, coaster will win, we don't care, just go ahead? Because uh, they're quite uh, strict on all the health and safety Alton Towers, so there was a lot of um, obviously you got to do all the risk assessments and sort of method statements beforehand to say how you're going to be flying, etc., etc. So it was um, I don't know, had to, felt like I had to fly quite tame really, but um, we because Steph actually came and was the spotter for me at Alton Towers, and a lot. The hardest thing was literally, especially with Smiler, just timing the roller coasters and getting to know when there'd be at a point where you could obviously either fly past them or with them and then meet up with a car. So probably spent, I don't know, a good hour or something just playing with the roller coasters to know the exact timings of them, which is actually really tricky. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So, how, how many how many lipos do you go out with when you're going to be like, okay, we're going to be flying for a day here? What if you just got like a a boot full of them so you can carry on? No, we usually um, trying to think how many, like maybe between six and ten, and it's got two large like field charging batteries. Uh, just as soon as one's done, I just put it on charge, obviously. Whack it on 20 amps, it'd be all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it's like, there's, it's strange with Top Gear. Obviously, there's a lot of amazing opportunities, but sort of comes with a lot of stress as well. I bet so, it does, yeah. yeah. 
it's not all sort of just fun and games like the where we're chaperoned around with one of the Alton Towers uh, staff the whole time, and yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's not very. There's no really messing about, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, because I imagine yeah they can't really be doing with horseplay behind the camera. No, no. Like it's obviously you do have your good fun, but uh, a lot of the time because it's such tight schedules and you've probably only got one chance most of the time, it does get uh, quite serious. Bit of pressure on there. Yeah, (laughs) especially after the presenters keep wiping out cars and costing budget that way. Um, Oh yeah. (laughs) But um, do you? Like, is there anything? Because you were saying, like, it can be a bit stressful because it's like quite a high pressure thing. Uh, is there is there a a shot that kind of sticks in your mind as being like that was like the hardest one to get, or like the toughest one to to keep? Um, the one through Smiler actually quite quite tricky, just because yeah, it, when you go out flying, usually you know there's a structure to what you going to fly around where Smiler just seems like really organic and just all over the place and then because there's two roller coasters going at the same time to know exactly where they're going to meet and because some of the gaps are quite small even to fly with the drone and it yeah I'd say that was one of the more like trickiest technical wise I guess you know it looks like massive holes but I don't know when your hands are shaking a little bit and you've only got one go to do it, it seems uh, a lot smaller. <laughs> so I guess what you're saying, Andrew, is, yeah, it's good fun, but there's there's a bit of a difference between work flying and just messing around in a field with mates where you have to take it a lot more seriously and it's it's not quite as oh. much fun as just rolling up to Alton Towers and saying, let's just blast around all the coasters when we <laughs> feel like it. <laughs> yeah. I'd, so, like, because obviously uh, do film is, like, my main job, and half the time it might be flying, but it just doesn't feel like actually go out and fly and have fun. You know, like most of the time it feels like you come back from a job and you just want to just go out go and rip field and just, I don't know, just mess around with your mates. And there's right. no, yeah, there's no sort of consequences or anything then, as well as obviously when you're doing it on a film set or whatever, it's, it's uh, not quite as fun, I guess. But it, it just you just get amazing opportunities. And just get to go to some cool places, really. That's why I, I would say it. Generally, like fl- doing any mountain biking stuff, because there's only probably a few of you that are out filming and you're just with your mates, just in a cool environment or mountains or a forest or something. It's just a lot more chilled. Do you ride? Uh, yeah. <laughs> recently, uh, I did a lot when I was younger and I've recently just uh, brought an e bike. So I'm just getting back into it again. Cheater uh, then. No. <laughs> Where's NG when we need You're it? a cheater there. You're a cheater, e-bike cheater. Now e-bike looks amazing. No, e-bikes are the best. Look, I'm not only I'm not getting one until I'm 50. Who's got an owl going on in the background? Uh, that might be me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just hear an owl every couple of minutes. No, this it's is definitely cheating, in the country. Everyone else has got explosions. He's got an owl. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it was cheating, would like run a walk instead of cycling. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I'm not doing it until I'm fifty. I'm telling you, 
like I don't know, no, go, going man. going uphill it's and having so as much fun as going down. So, so. I know, I know, I know. I, I, when they pass me, I'm like trying to kick them off, like get off. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, Andrew, have you worked with Top Gear for a while? And it's and it's just because we're noticing the drone footage now that it, that's a recent thing. And you've actually worked with with them doing general drone stuff for a while, or is it just this uh, series? Yeah, I've probably worked with them for I don't know over a year or something before I started doing the FPV stuff. Brilliant. Nice. So, and yeah. There- there was a question in the chat from uh, Gabe Colon, who was asking, "How big is the aerial camera team for the production? So, uh, are you the, the 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 man doing everything in terms of the drones, or, or is there a, a group of you?" Uh, I'd say probably ninety percent of the time, it's just me and uh, with one of my mates called uh, Let Park, and he he would be usually flying the Inspire, and then obviously I'd be doing the. Uh, gimbal and uh, that's it really oh so it's a two-person one flies the other does the camera yeah, yeah. Part. Oh, interesting very cool and then i don't know like a lot of the time with the fpv stuff i'd say lek might only be one man up in and then i'd do one or two shots on the fpv like sometimes it's not purely oh you're just here to do fpv so it's sort of uh if there's any time at the end, mostly, we might be able to get a shot or something like that. We've got a uh, question from Wynn Davis here. It says, uh, um, you've done loads of creative clips on YouTube. What is your favourite? Um, I'm trying to think what my favourite is. Uh, and have you got your YouTube channel as well? What uh, What's your handle on YouTube? Uh, don't actually know that. I don't really upload <laughs> to, to YouTube okay. very often. Okay. I just post on Instagram, to be honest. Ah, fair um, enough. Where can people find you on Instagram? Uh, Andrew J. Lawrence. There you go. Cool. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, you're gonna have a load of idiots following <laughs> you very shortly. <laughs> we're, we're we're probably stick your thingy in the link of this video. Your I'll Instagram. Dave Story said uh, he thought that the that Ali Pali was the best location, um, and that did look quite fun. Just kind of diving out around the the park in front of Ali Pali, then going through in and then into the the wall of death that they they had set up. Um, it's like, did did you have fun doing that one? Or is this it's all kind of like? Uh, uh, yeah, no, that that wasn't too bad. To be, to be, well, I don't know. It's just sort of to do with production. They thought that would probably film all that within an hour, but uh, <laughs> that would in no way happen just because of the sort of logistics of actually getting the hall uh, free of clutter was an absolute nightmare. So, actually, probably only had, I think it was between 20, maybe 15 minutes to film inside. Which is not, uh, it's literally, I don't know, maybe two packs, three packs at the most. Definitely and, um, a gun and run situation then. Oh, it is all the time. There's n- <laughs> With Top Gear, it's usually just try and get a shot. That's the <laughs> sort of mindset, to be honest. It's not like, oh, I really want to compose something here. It doesn't really work <laughs> like that. I did spot a crash, actually, I think, in one of them. Uh, I can't remember. What was that? 
the uh, Alton Towers one. I just remember oh, going the... around the 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 rally track with the the yeah. guys on the roof. Ah, uh, yes. Roof. Oh, I that, that, that one. That leads on to like yeah. another question. I, I forgot who it is. It's earlier in the questions about are there many crashes when you're we're, we're yeah. trying to get this FPV stuff. Um, weirdly, they always just want you f- to fly the most. I don't know. Difficult like that was. Uh, Chris, who was on the top? Was it Freddie on the top of the car? Yeah, Chris I think. Harris, f- yeah, I think. Chris Harris had a very popular YouTube channel that not a lot of people know about. I watched him on Joe Rogan years ago. He was, you know, he's a real character on Top Gear. You guys, I'm, t- I'm trying to get you to watch it all. It's great. All right, Northerner, we might. <laughs> When's the Grand Tour back anyway? It's, that's yeah, crap. Exactly. It's crap. No, that's, that's the real over. top gear. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Andrew, cut you, cut you off. Oh, no, that's all good. All good. Yeah, um, so cra- crashes were going on. Yeah. Uh, that one was because we thought they just did like a sort of sight a lap, and he was probably saying, oh, they'll do about 30, 40 miles an hour. But then Chris decided to absolutely gun it, and he was probably doing like, God, like 60 or 70. And Obviously, right, when you're in a tr- rigged, you on like 6s and stuff to keep up with that. We'll get uh, to that, yeah. yeah. Let me finish this one first. Come on, right. stop the interrupting. <laughs> and it was just because it was a you know, like a tree lined road, and you're just trying to obviously go from just coming into it, that it was quite blind, and then just giving it sort of full throttle, and then. Just, I don't know, just a random branch obviously just clipped in and just went down. Yeah, I saw that. Otherwise, um, no. Uh, Alton Towers, I hit one of the safety nets above the roller coaster. Um, That's about it, really. You need a big ladder to get it down like every time someone crashes into the nets at Popham. Kind of, I think. It's usually for like catching people's phones and everything, but uh, generally you kind of fly in a... I don't know, probably 50% of how you can fly just to make sure that you get a shot, I guess. <laughs> One thing I did notice is that you never see the drones in shot, yet you really should do. So this is going to break some of the magic, but I'm guessing that some of that is staged. <laughs> and they do it twice, do it two or three times. I, I, am I in the wrong area there? Um, but I'm like, hang on, the drone was flying there, then it cuts to a shot, and I'm like, where did the drone go? <laughs> Yeah, some sometimes we paint them out. Um, ah, okay. And then on maybe certain challenges, they would uh, get the pro drivers to do like a lap of whatever after. Ah, what? pro drivers! Whoa! Give it in a way. See, it's all coming. All it's this all smoke and Watch this. Yeah. You know, they're great. They you mean Paddy McGuinness can't, they can't really drive. go sideways <laughs> yeah. around Alton Towers? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, um, what rigs um, What rigs are you flying at the moment then? Uh, kind of literally just built some new ones. Um, this is like the one that I've been filming with recently. That's the project or 399 Project um, Super G. The 6S, where's my camera? There go. Just with HD, FX motors. I'd recently done a chase of a mountain biker. Yeah. And wish I had a less 
degree angle. Have you got something on there you can just adjust uh, adjust the GoPro angle when you get to the shoot? Yeah, so the well, this is the old. This would have been one of the ones that would, would have flown for uh, like most Top Gear. These are just like the source ones, and mm-hmm. then beforehand I had the Shendrone's Ichibod uh, frame, and it, which had obviously the GoPro sort of out front, and you could change the angle. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you can just do it on the fly. Yeah. So it's and uh, like from that got uh this is before i had a 3d printed uh seb sort of went to town and des- designed that mount for so i could just use them on the source ones just because uh sort of a symmetrical frame and mm. where the the itchy bods are a little bit more tricky to work on whereas source ones just super easy i like that idea because when i was chasing the mountain bike i was it my camera angle was too was too, was too much as so I wish I had a less degree. So something like that would be a good idea to just so you can change it with the conditions you're at or in at that particular time. Oh, yeah, definitely. But since the, so obviously that's quite, well, I don't know, it comes quite heavy when you do all that stuff. So I've sort of gone mm. back to this just like more standard five inch and just been experimenting more with having a different camera angle to like the angle of the GoPro for like certain types of filming. Yeah. Cool. So uh, I spotted the DJI system in there. Is that the uh, the go-to system for doing professional stuff like that, the, the HD, or is it just because that's what you're used to from uh, Inspire, moving on to that sort of thing? Um, no. It, I, I'd say the main thing is just like the clarity of the image to see a car coming from quite far away or knowing when they've set off is just a massive bonus for like timing and like little things like that. Mm. Whereas, yeah, before, before and had analog and was fine flying that, to be honest. Uh, so probably better performance round um, Alton Towers of all that metal. Yeah, definitely in some environments, like, I don't know, Alton Towers. And even in uh, Ali Pali, I think it would probably been horrendous there in analog, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, so, I to remember that bit. Ali Pali was was a tricky one when they were doing uh, DRL there uh, a few years ago. I think uh, the couple of guys that went up and scouted it, I think, might have been Brett and Warren, possibly. A um, couple of guys in the community, anyway. Yeah, they they found that really tricky to work out how how best to to deal with that. I mean, obviously they worked out, but I can imagine having a system. That's a bit more uh, a bit reliable. Yeah, picture-wise. That's so a good I did question. Pop this question up from Aris about: Do you use the GDI smart controller so you can plug an HDMI cable in and the director can see stuff? But given what you said about we just try and get the shot, I'm guessing probably not. not. Is, is my guess? Yeah. You're just filming, and you're like, "There you go. That's what I got." And the editor comes up and, and tries to fix it all later. Uh, especially on the top gear there's never usually a director standing over your shoulder they'd be off uh usually with sort of the main cameras directing that stuff and we're just sort of left to our own devices a lot of the time mm-hmm. but um well i tried to use it for ali pally but then every time i armed the quad the feed would just cut so I just didn't haven't bothered using to try to use smart controllers again to be honest mm, interesting 
This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears, all thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. I'm just thinking maybe it's worth going for a bit of a, a rundown of, of where kind of the FPV shots were used. So there was, like I said, there was the Orton Towers. There was the, uh, the guys on top, of the, on top of the roof being driven around the sort of rally track through the forest and that. Uh, there was... Uh, There's a few, a few earlier ones as well, I believe, but I just hadn't registered it. Uh, at that point but i think a couple of first ep- first two episodes had like you definitely you can always tell because I, I take it using real steady I can, you can always tell when that's being used and yeah. uh, uh there was a couple other ones as well i'm not sure andrew if you can fill in the rest where they were used uh we've done there was all the stuff in north wales there was alton towers uh Wall of Death at Ali Pali, and then just what I think maybe was one or two shots just in the Salisbury one with uh, Mr. Nippy. Imber, yes. I was very jealous about that, having seen yeah. loads of you know stuff about Imber, and then to just go like flying around it while no, no. Like, tanks and things going around. Yeah. That, that, that I actually fun. did uh, a lot of filming with the tanks and like loads of other shots. But none of them made it. So, but it, it was. Are you allowed to keep that stuff for yourself? Oh uh, yeah, I think so. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we 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 request that you find out whether you do have a YouTube channel and yeah. uh, post it up there and let yeah. us know because okay. we want to see. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was crazy. Like filming the tanks, it was just like chaos because there was smoke grenades and everything going off. But yes, I don't know. Obviously, there's obvious, like a lot of the crew about as well, so you kind of always have to bear that in the back of your mind. You can't just like, I don't know, just rip round like a crazy... It's always know. different when you're filming for a company, isn't it? It's like literally stressful and can't have fun. And when you go home and rip with your friends, that that's the fun bit. Yeah, it, it's just uh, strange when it does become... Uh, more of a job than a hobby, I guess. Oh, yeah. I, can, I can relate. <laughs> yeah. I'd much rather just go flying with my mates somewhere, like go with Seb into Wales or, I don't know, like to go up to the castle with Wynn and have a few laps up there. Yeah. Although uh, that's been used for I'm a Celebrity now, the castle, isn't it, the last yeah, week? So, yeah. yeah. Chucked yeah. out, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're going to film some of the helis launching tomorrow to take the celebs. Wow. (laughs) Cool. So that should be cool. That is a cool job. I think, yeah. (laughs) I think people have the the understanding that, oh, maybe like ants and ad in a newspaper, and it's a little bit more than that, isn't it? So I think it's important to get that out there, that it's not just that clearly. It's it's part of your uh, job and filming as very much your job be, you know it's not just you you were like the luckiest fpv pilot <laughs> that just bought a load of stuff and 
said, oh, I can fly one of those kind of things. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, something I wanted to ask is, uh, like, surrounding, like, we already touched on uh, Real Steady Go and, and stuff like that, but do, I, I take it they have, do they ask for stuff in a particular format, you know, uh, for it to work with their sort of stuff, or is it just basically here is the file with real steady go put over the top of it and just do what you want with it kind of thing in 1080p or does it have to be hd like super high def or whatever on the um the formats uh completely depends on the production like most of the time on top gear you'd film uh 4k 25p most of the time you might do a little bit of slow-mo once in a blue moon but it's usually 4k whereas uh, I was doing some like nature stuff the other day and they shot that in 4K30 because they might want to slow down a tiny bit to give it a bit more of a floaty feeling. But yeah, it's usually always in the mind to go into a 25p timeline. And is it your favourite um, to use Real Steady Go over the latest, uh, like say GoPro have just released Hyper Smooth three um is it better because i i just when I, if i'm trying to obviously i'm not filming for top gear but if uh if i'm just trying to get a decent shot i'll stick hyper smooth on does okay i imagine when you're doing professional filming what is it that real steady gives you that the other stuff can't um i think the main thing is that it kind of that it doesn't look like a gopro that everyone's really impressed about just the way it de-warps the footage and obviously you well i always have it set on completely manual on the gopro so it's not ever fluctuating exposure which i think obviously with a lot of gopro footage probably doesn't make it look as professional um yeah sometimes sometimes use hyper smooth for doing different shots though um yeah like on a really sort of uh wide angle view of super view i'd uh, maybe use hyper smooth yeah yeah sure uh we've been on top it's because <laughs> wake jack up to say some knob jokes oh, i've never thought about that that's a really interesting point about making the gopro footage look like it's not a gopro so there's more yeah, yeah. between the different shots it sort of makes sense now really Whereas interesting. We, we kind of want to make stuff look like it's um oh what's that mode you're not allowed to talk about andy super view super view is loved because it, it makes everything look faster as it all flies yeah. past the edges doesn't it it's yeah. kind of like you want to you want to unwrap that back to normal cameras because the the thing that we've talked about on this show is like real steady go doesn't always work uh you know it, it doesn't favor the, the freestyle so i wondered if ever like you've taken a shot and then stuck it in real steady go and thought, ah, I wish I used HyperSmooth because it, it hasn't stabilized that bit. Or, or do you not really have that problem because you've got a really, you know, decent set setup rig for it kind of thing? Uh, like, I usually tune my rigs for filming. So they probably got a bit, I quite like the feel of uh, quad when it's probably on the limits, I guess. And obviously... I'd keep reviewing the footage with the tune. So I guess it is it is kind of, I don't know, tuned for f filming generally. Um, 
so it's pretty reliable you know you know when you've done a shot you know you can pretty much guarantee when a stick real steady over the top that it's gonna work because i when i've done it it's like all, all shaky sometimes if my rig's got too many. I mean, if you use the um, the Hero 6, they say it's pretty more of a guarantee. But if you're trying right with the, uh, you know, the 5 or the 7 or I think the 8 works with Real Steady. But it, it seems to be a bit hit and miss when I've tried to use it. Uh, I think it was in the early days of Real Steady. But I just I generally usually film with a 6. Uh, maybe the eight and sometimes a seven. I usually use them as seven uh, for hyper smooth. Yeah. No, like most of the time now, I'd, the thing is most of the time when you're filming, you're not really doing that many crazy moves. You're doing something like uh, quite chill, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's very rare you're doing like freestyle manoeuvres and stuff, yeah. It's yeah. funny, isn't it? Because uh, do, do you remember flying without hyper smooth? I remember flying stuff, you know, trying to get really good shots without hyper smooth mm. and stuff. You 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 adjust your flying to try to make it really really smooth. Do you remember and, mounting the GoPro and all the little sort of let's try a foam block and let's try the yeah. different density of foam to mount it this time? And do you yeah. remember? Do you remember going back a couple of years that had the soft mounting the motors and then separating the frame yeah, yeah. motors yeah. from the other thing and all all sorts of things we've gone through I know, to. got it made now haven't we really too yeah. easy do you use any cine drones any cine whoop stuff uh yeah i've got some like the naked gopros got some cine wraps um a very dirty one Yep. And that's Cine Rat. Oh yeah, cool. Oh, Cine Rat, that's called, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Got one of those. You've got some of these. The bane of your life. Yes, I'm <laughs> interested in putting is that the beta eighty five? Yeah, I've got uh that's a ninety five. I've got the eighty five. What what's the um, best one? Yeah. What's the best one you like flying? The eighty five or ninety five? Uh, ninety five because it's got a bit more power. I think it's why too much. Why just why just why are they pain of your life? Because I'm literally all no, right. they just <laughs> they just break all <laughs> the time and oh, just God. to change the GoPro settings is an absolute nightmare. Because uh, yeah, it's naked. Well, you have to yeah, if you want just, to get the screen in there. You have to. There's two little tabs that you have to press and use the screen. It's, just yank on it, Andy. It just come out. It's fine. Yeah, I did that and broke it. <laughs> can't you? Um, can't you use the Wi-Fi module with with the Frozen. Naked Heroes? Yeah, you can. You can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. I know the ninety fives are a little bit more powerful than the eighty fives, so. Tony King asked, did you do any footage at Blackpool with the ice cream van? Uh, I didn't on that one. I did oh. at Salisbury, but I was busy for the uh, Blackpool shoot. I'm trying to think, did you, because there, there was, they went out to Cyprus. Uh, I don't, was there, was there any FPV footage on that one? I, know no, someone I think uh, Sky did not 
dynamic did their uh, drone shots on that one. Yeah, I was going to say there were drone shots for sure. The the Cyprus was the first yeah. one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was filmed quite a long time ago now. Yeah, pre-pandemic, obviously. And then the one in North Wales, was that the where they were in the quarry with the zip line? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that looked like... Cause you, like I, I oh, it was like epic kind of, light for it. <laughs> I seem to remember you like chasing down with with the guy on the on the zip line. Yeah, um, that was I don't know. It was actually really sketchy because <laughs> obviously you can't really see the cables, and you're yeah look looking up at someone above you, and then obviously they're accelerating away, and you can't go sort of up. <laughs> And with the cables, and it was just like a bit hairy, really. <laughs> it looks cool. No. It looks cool. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was much more fun filming the cars, and it was the zip line, to be honest, on that one. <laughs> uh, what else have we got? We got any other questions in the chat? Uh... I was going to ask about what, what DJI uh, FPV is obviously used for the your FPV, what what about your control signal? Is that DJI or is it Crossfire or what are you using? Uh, yeah, I just use uh, Crossfire. Okay. Are, yeah. are you thinking about going over to, um, what's that new one I can never say? The new TBS one? Tracer, yeah. So you've got a bit more bandwidth there or I guess it doesn't matter. Um, You'll be the only one there on 968. Yeah. I, I'm kind of tempted to see what it's like for flying. Well, I'd probably just stick with uh, Crossfire, and just because I've got so many quads on Crossfire, it becomes quite expensive to swap over. Makes sense. There's something else. Tony wants to get into this sort of thing, don't don't you, Tony? I do. I've done a few things. In fact, why don't you? Why don't you men- Can you, you mention? Crashed you know? into a TV. I crashed into a TV, and we were allocated two TVs that day, so I only <laughs> done one, so I was all right. Yeah, I've done stuff before. I've done the Argos Open and I've done a few other things. I've done a shoot for specialised mountain bikes. Um, yeah, I'm really, really interested because I want to do this as, um, you know, a part-time-ish side, job. Side earner, little side earner. Yeah, yeah. Well, I enjoy doing it because it's, um, well, it's one of the hobbies that I love the best flying. But yeah, it's the the pressure of, of turning up and doing stuff is the worst bit for me. It's just like, oh my god, you want this? I don't know if I can do that. Let me let me try it about ten thousand times. I, I suppose another thing to ask Andrew about, although it sounds like good fun turning up and flying in places, what's what's the travel like? Because it sounds like you're going almost constantly here and there and and flying. And uh, are you away from home a lot, or are you getting back every day, or what's the situation there? Oh, it's like we lost him. Oh no! Well, if it it wouldn't be LDO if we didn't lose someone or <laughs> something went wrong, would it? You know what I mean? Oh, That's very well. true. Your your um your little city whoop looks a little bit like you've got EDFs on it with uh, that many blades there, Tony. It looks well, a bit. Like I asked because I, I am I don't have a Banggood account, and I knew Win did, and Win sent me some props i've yet to test it yet but mm. i've got the five bladed props to test on the old city whoop so i'm looking forward to 
Testing that thing around the house. That's what it's for. Wait, I've uh, I've been I've been studying, so I've not been able to do anything. I've been literally going to work and coming home and studying, and that's it. But um, yeah, thanks, Win, for sending sending them out. So he, he I text him, and he literally I, I just said, "Oh, have you oh, I got this?" And he was like, "Yeah, I got that." And he sent it, and it was there the next day. So good lad. Yeah, that's my friend Phil doing all. It's not my doing. I held the camera. Phil did all the work with that one. There's Andy Ortiz's video with the cardboard wing was awesome. I I literally don't think he's. We should say his real name anymore. His name needs to be Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) Only makes sense once you explain it, and if people are old enough to remember it. (laughs) Yeah, you've got to be old and have watched Home Improvement from the 1980s, probably. Before uh, balsa was attainable, everything was cardboard. So, like, that's like, there's nothing new to fill there. <laughs> it's like an uh, expert, you know, with the old cardboard. Uh, yeah, keep I up, didn't... Keep up, the, keep up the good work with your... Um, with your days out, Andy. I'm really uh, enjoying... I'm really, really enjoying watching these videos. Yeah, Phil was my mentor. He taught taught me early nineties. Yeah, put put me through my A and B test. Um, and the next one I've done with Phil, it's the best best F- FB experience I've ever had in my next video. Uh, I, I was absolutely speechless what uh, Phil managed to achieve. So that's a that's a good one to look forward to. Um, Tony, I, Tony, are you going to talk about what you've been up to or not? Uh, uh, (laughs) i've been studying maybe you can save it for uh, a few weeks time when uh on the 26th of november we will have robin fpv from the chat on the show and maybe we can talk about it then i just thought it went into today's theme a little bit maybe but uh, no never mind giving it away there andy No, no, it's not. What, Tony on Top Gear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Come on, Jack, speak to us. How are you doing, man? Unmute yourself. Re- reveal yourself. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. That looks like we've got... Just a bit knackered. He's a bit knackered. It's coming back. It's uh, coming back, maybe. He's trying. There we go. Nice. Hey. hey. Sorry, guys. No That's all right. My my no, question. We just we just know you're from up north, and you know you've got <laughs> yeah, owls in the background. <laughs> I I was asking about uh, the, the the glamour of flying, but is there a lot of logistics with all the travelling and stuff you have to do? Are you away a lot to do this sort of uh, career? Uh, generally, yeah. Like before lockdown, you're probably away. I don't know. At least three times a month in foreign countries, different foreign countries. Um, yeah, you're not really at home that often, but obviously because of all the COVID, I've actually been working in the UK a lot more, which is kind of nice. So it sounds like, I mean, we've brought you here because of Top Gear, but it sounds like you do a lot of other things that we're not aware of. Are you allowed to say like where this drone footage gets used elsewhere and other program? I mean, you mentioned abroad and, and things. Uh, usually like do a lot of mountain biking abroad. Um, 
sort of things for F1. Um, F1. Did some, <laughs> wow. Did did some stuff for BBC Nature the other day. That's but obviously that was in the UK. Were you herding uh, owls? Loads of different things, pod. really. into your garden with a well i noticed on i think it was at silverstone some drone footage with was it mercedes was that you then was it um there was was, Uh, no i didn't do that one there there was there's been a lot of drone footage like freestyle kind of footage in f1 and and it's just clicked i was like i wonder if that was yourself uh, no. Oh, is it at the F1 when Johnny FPV was flying? Uh, who was it? Alpha Tori then, or was it Toro Rosso? Yeah. Uh, with Toro Rosso, when was that? About a year or two ago. Yeah, that was yeah. Quite it's cool getting to see Johnny fly. It's got millions of views, that hasn't it? On the Red Bull. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually called F1 versus Drone or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I bet that, that was cool to meet Johnny. That was sort of just after I was I'd obviously just built my first drone and things like that. So I was just sort of like, <laughs> in all, you know, really, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of funny because you you get to meet you know obviously celebrities doing Top Gear and you're like just like that's Johnny, <laughs> like that's what yeah. you're getting. That, yeah, yeah, like end up shooting I don't know loads of different things. Like I'm not really that interested in footy, but. End up shooting a lot with football players, and I don't know, like my little brother loves football. I'm just, yeah, not bothered about any of that. I'd much rather it. see Johnny FPV fly than, I don't know, any any football player. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> you're on the you're on the right podcast for that, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, we like Johnny. We're all the same. No, I love listening. I usually listen to the show when I'm like a lot of time I have to drive down to London, so I always listen to it on the way down. Like oh, perfect, cool. perfect thing to listen to in the car. Mm, not sure about that, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> literally us talking bollocks most of the time. And his famous quote, this is not podcast material. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, it's been there. Uh, Sit, it's a bit surreal being on the show, you know, when you listen to something and then you suddenly on it. <laughs> Is this better than Top Gear? <laughs> <laughs> to, to me, it actually, is. I'm not joking. Oh, <laughs> I'm more stoked to be on this and to do Top Gear. Oh, bless you. Oh, that's so cool. not, not really a fan of Top Gear yourself, then? <laughs> uh, no, I do. I do. I don't mind Top Gear. I just uh, mm, don't know. It's just weird working on uh, shows and then watching them because uh, it's a completely different reality of what gets condensed into the 60 minutes or whatever that's on TV when you spent, I don't know, sometimes weeks filming something. It's a strange world. Smoke Ten frames. Mirrors. There was something I wanted to ask because uh, it's kind of it's something I'm working with. Have you used any of the Insta360 stabilization stuff for work and what you do? Have you played with any of it? Because uh, what, I, what I like about what they do is the stabilization and everything's done a, a, afterwards, a bit like Real Steady, but you can change. So I, I just wondering if you've played around with any of that. I've got one of the, well, I haven't got it here uh, with me right now, but the Cinebirds by Stan FPV, one of the, dro- uh, you know, 
uh, and it, it fascinates me. I, I hope we see more of it as well, because, uh, you, you know, it's, it's, it's a very unique perspective i think for shows like that as well i think they're missing a trick and uh yeah i jumped out of my chair when i saw it on top gear i was like this is brilliant you know more of that maybe you'll be on the grand tour or whatever i don't i think it's better than the grand tour but that's just me i'm not i'm not just saying that because it's up north northern northern biased no 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 that was a a comment earlier though Uh, i think there was uh while while you're sorting out your internet but um dave story said well done for making fpv mainstream you know getting it on bbc one prime time slot yeah it's nice yeah, because previously cold. you, you <laughs> did see drone shots all the time and they were the same thing it's like pulling back and panning out and it was yeah, all yeah. that same one it's like oh, me following this one quite like when they chucked flint off off that that was insane he yeah they chucked it did a bungee jump off a dam in a car that was it's really good it's really good all right People... all right watching <laughs> you keep going on do you now work for top gear second. you've been fired by everybody else i bloody wish is i worked for top is it called yes. oi andy rc who are you working for this week <laughs> yeah. uh, I could tell you on popular opinions the, the doll office that's what I'm working for at the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's uh, just about time to wrap up. But Quaddy Gaz asked, Has Andrew got any more FPV footage coming out on TV that he can talk about so that we can keep an eye out for it? Um, let the air on. on. <laughs> yeah, not on TV. Oh. There'll be some cool stuff that's coming out on YouTube, I think. Pretty nice. soonish. Cool. Got all the mountain bike channels. Yeah, watch out on the mountain bike world. I'd say. Who who is your favourite sort of pilot that you look up to? Is it Johnny? Uh, yeah, Johnny's all right. I really like Blaster. Blaster. Um, yeah, Air Blaster. I don't know if he's oh. changed. Oh, yeah, changed his name to Blaster now. Um, I think he just does really like creative stuff. Like, might not be the best flying in the world, but he just has this creative sort of filmic take on everything. Uh, like Gab 707, he does yeah. some pretty cool stuff. Um, quite like Jets, I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, but, just those guys. Those guys. Like, um, I like, well, it was what over lockdown. I don't know if you guys watch any because uh, Max Stubbs just did his uh, sim sessions for like an hour each night. Quite like watching Matty. Don't know. Just uh, just like watching most people. To be honest. And one 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 question that we always ask that we haven't done is it be a flight kiss or flight one, and then that that'd be the lot. I think all the questions. Which one are you run in? Be a flight kiss or flight one? Uh, none. Oh, okay. Oh, we're on that bombshell. Ooh. It's the end of the show. Nicely done. Good night. Telemetry lost.